0: Welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to
1: interior design. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dear Alice. Today, we've got another fun one for you. We're talking about um, how to create an elevated space, whether your taste is dressy or casual. Mm -hmm. I think you can always do it in great taste. do, and yeah,
0: when it is done in great taste, whether you're one or the other, Mm-hmm. Um, you'll look successful. You know, and when I say look successful, we use that term quite often. We're not saying like like a three piece suit, yes. successful. Yeah. Yes. You just you'll look put, you'll look confident, you'll look put together, mm-hmm. you'll look like you. And so that's what you
1: want your home to be. And so yeah. that's what we're gonna help you do. The very, very best version of you. Yes. Right? Because you're making these purchases yeah. and they cost a lot of money and so you want them to last a long time. And you want to feel really confident in what you're buying. Yeah. So this is going to help
0: you just have the correct discernment when you do come up with those choices that you can make the right decision Mm -hmm. that you'll be happy with forever.
1: Yeah, exactly. But first, um, Corey... Tell us a little bit about the podcast, all the listeners they might want to know.
2: Yeah. So um, as of yesterday morning, we reached uh, just over a million downloads, which is a huge benchmark. (gasps) Yeah. yeah.
1: Wow. Um, Cue cue the sound (laughs) effects of Roaring Crowd. That's exciting.
2: (laughs) Also, we um, have just over a hundred podcast episodes, which is another um, good milestone. And so we've been doing this for almost two years Mm -hmm. and we've had growth every single month, which is crazy. That's we have like a distribution company that distributes our podcast for us and they are just like in awe of just how well we've done month over month. And so that's, um, a thank you to our listeners because you guys are the ones that have been doing that for us. So thank you. Oh,
1: thanks guys for listening and downloading and sharing it with your friends. That means the world to us. Um, With that, um, we have a quick word from our sponsor. These guys are helping to support our podcast. Yeah, so I want to talk to you guys about ZocDoc. You guys, I
0: hate looking for specialty doctors. You you too? Yeah. It's so hard to like know who's good, you know, and it's just, it's overwhelming to read reviews, figure out insurance. And ZocDoc, every month, millions of people use it. And I'm one of them. It's my go-to whenever I need to see a doctor. And that's any doctor, you guys. Um, so now is the time to prioritize your health and ZocDoc makes healthcare so easy. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Dear Alice and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free and book a top rated doctor. Many are available as soon as today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash Dear Alice.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Sue. Um, Back to how to create an elevated space, whether yes. we're dressy or casual, this is for anybody. A lot of people, Sue and I sit down with a lot of um, clients and prospective clients, and they're not really sure what their taste is. Um, oftentimes we'll ask them about what's in their closet because that helps us know of other purchasing decisions that they've made. We can often tell too how they've dressed to come in and sit down with us. Um, you can admire some of their other purchasing decisions pretty easily and understand how how elevated they want their house to be versus how casual and comfortable they want it to be. And mm-hmm. and that's not to say that there's not both of those zones in one home. Because oftentimes, there's a living room and a family room where you can have both of the lifestyles. Yeah. But how do we make those like decisions as for what to put into the home? Whether it be casual or for dressy. Yeah. And it's all so personal. Honestly,
0: we've met every kind of personality Mm -hmm. and every, and I wouldn't want them to be anything but who they are.
1: Exactly. So
0: from the very, very casual people, you know, to the very, very dressy people, I would never want to give them something that doesn't feel like them. Mm -hmm. That is such a disservice and not what we do. And we want you guys to be able to embrace that. And I think it's funny because when people do come to meet with us, and this isn't everybody, but a lot of times they are at the top of their game in whatever they're doing, you know, or like they're at a point where they can hire a designer and they're embarking on this very big, expensive project. And, and they want to outsource it <laughs> well, for sure. They want to outsource this because yeah. most people are insecure with this guys. Yeah. They're insecure with like, how do I make these big money decisions mm-hmm. and have it be lasting? And that's like the biggest thing we hear. Like, how can I, what do I do so that I'll like this forever? Mm-hmm. And you know what at home is, always evolving, but we're going to try and give you the key basics to, I don't know, to, to shaping the shell of this home, um, and, and things that you're going to, that feel like you, um, and know that like, just as much as like you evolve, your home will evolve too. So some of the things you will love forever. And some of the things you have to give yourself permission when you, you know, you just get better and more and, you know, heightened to bigger and greater things. Cause you're quick into it mm-hmm. and you see things differently. And we've seen that with clients as we've done multiple projects for them, every home we do for them gets better because they get more discerning on their decisions. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yep. casual or dressy, we want to help you um, be the best you.
1: Definitely. So let's talk about dressy first. Yes. Okay, so we've recently completed a project and let's define what a dressy space is and what the decisions are made going into making the space look dressy. Mm-hmm.
0: You are dressy. I'm going to describe this client <laughs> that mm-hmm. Jess is talking about. This project um, when you are when you are polished, when everything you know you you kind of you press your shirts, you can probably get them dry cleaned, mm-hmm. you know, so that everything is always just like tip top tidy. Um, you probably have a Chanel bag. You might have pearl earrings, or you know you have like these beautiful basics um, that are just like they're lovely, and mm-hmm. people understand their value when they see them. You know, and and, Mm -hmm. and it's it's beautiful and it's timeless. You know, no one's going to say a Chanel bag's not timeless. So um, you're dressy if that's you. Mm -hmm. Um, Other ways that you're dressy is that you like shiny things, Mm -hmm. you know, versus like stuff that's honed and a little bit more earthen. Um, yeah. that's more casual.
1: You're a Pisces. I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oftentimes the Pisces are like a fish, you know, and they're like, "Oh, shiny. You know how fishes are drawn to shiny objects in the sea. Um, that's yeah. you, you know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah. you love a shiny object. So yeah. we're going to, you're going to want your marbles polished yeah. on, your, um, on your floors, floors, countertops, all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably high contrast, is another yeah. thing that people love the blacks and the whites, yeah, the crisp. Like crisp white, not yeah. like
0: a warm dulled
1: down white.
0: It is, it is crisp and it's sharp. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, and the blacks, you know, are probably inlaid with gold mm-hmm. somewhere in there. And yeah, there are other things that make you a little bit more dressy, um, kind of going toward the furnishing aspect is, um, antiques, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that you can't be relaxed and incorpor- not incorporate antiques. Cause we'll tell you to do that, but you usually like things that are high up, higher up on legs, mm-hmm. um, that have finer lines that have engravings that have really interesting hardware. That's again, probably shiny.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and you yourself probably wear heels. Yeah. Oh yeah. And right? you like the, cause you're of- up on, yeah, you're up on elevated up on legs on heels. Yeah. Yeah. I love that.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, mirrors. You probably. Yeah.
1: Velvets, No, because you look really good in that fresh shirt. Totally. And not just, not just any velvet, but we learned um, quickly that there are two velvets. There's like wet velvets and dry velvets. And the wet velvets are the ones that are shiny. And there's like a luster to them. And you can see them turning like a corner from, you know, the seat to the arm. How these kind of reflect the light differently. So there's a sheen on it. I'm going to call it the, like the
0: queen's velvet, we say. Because it has like this antiquity too. Because there's cheap shiny velvets. That's
1: not you. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You're not a cheap shiny velvet. You're not an electric eel. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yes. A plush pile that's got a sheen to it. Yeah. Yeah. The dry velvets are the ones where um, you, they're almost like a velcro for cat hair and right. You can see everything on the dry velvets and they look dry when you look at them. There's no luster to them. So, yeah, you know, I think you know what we're talking about. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. So, you're a shiny velvet, you're a shiny marble. You are um, silk drapes yeah. instead of linen, right? Yeah. Silk drapes. Mm-hmm. You have a wallpaper. Yeah. And, and probably one that has like a lot of detail. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, you're not probably just like a painterly splash. It has like some intricacies. You're a Gracie. Mm-hmm. You're a Gracie paper.
1: You're probably an original painting. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So these are a few attributes. Let's talk about the casual person. Yeah. What are their fabrics and attributes? I'm thinking of another client. Well, we have so many in between.
0: The client that comes in that's like in a really great pair of jeans, mm-hmm. and you know maybe with a t-shirt and a really great bag that has like a little bit of funk to it that has a story that's a little bit more time worn. Mm-hmm. Um, good hardware still, I feel like. And and a lot of times the casual ones are just like I love a really a pair of really expensive jeans and I'm okay with a target t-shirt, but then I'm going to have a really great bag and awesome jewelry
1: and probably an awesome blazer mm-hmm. that's cuffed up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, a little bit more into the mix and casual. And, um, here's a little bit more, I don't know, just wind tossed. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You know, like less hairspray. Yeah. It doesn't have to be quite, I don't know. Not everything has to be exactly in its place and you find, a lot of joy in that. Yeah. You know, um, I would say that both Jess and I are more casual.
1: Definitely. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a high-end casual. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a casual casual. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm a curated casual, so yeah.
1: yeah. There's lots of casuals, yeah. and they're mixed between even the dressy and the casual. I think yeah. is kind of our sweet spot at Alice Lane. Yeah, we're not hyper formal. To too dressy,
0: we'll try and throw something in to relax it, so it doesn't get too serious. Yeah, kind of
1: space certainly. Yeah, yeah.
2: Do you feel that like having a? I'm trying while you guys are speaking. I'm like, what am I? Because I feel like I dress. really, <laughs> Who am I? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I dress like really casual in In building my last house, I wanted it to be like more adult, more grown up feeling. Does that make sense? So, in that, that, yeah, Yeah. in that way, I wanted it to be more dressy, Mm -hmm. but I am a casual person and kind of like a funky person. So, I wanted like spots where that could shine as well. Mm -hmm. So, how do you guys like walk the line between the two without? Making a home feel too eclectic.
1: Well, and one more point to add to this is we've been working with a builder out of Houston, and he said that depending on your age range, right? Like you were saying, your first home, you wanted to be dressy, which is pretty consistent with what he's, what I'm about to say that he said. And that is that. He finds that the 30 somethings and the 20 somethings want a traditional home because they think it makes them look more successful and they find more value in buying things that look traditional that make them look established where the crowds that are older than that, like 40s, 50s, 60s, like a contemporary home. Maybe because it makes them feel more youthful. They've already had all the stuff. Now they want to pare down down. and they want to look edited. And, you know, like they they don't probably overbuy at this point because they already know who they are and what they like. Mm -hmm. So it's an interesting thing. that age also sort of factors into this. That's not to say that there's not a woman that's 55 that doesn't love her traditional home because Mm -hmm. that's always, you know, that's always a successful and a look that people admire and find successful, you know? Yeah.
2: And do you guys consider like dressy to be more edited and casual to be less edited? Or is there an edit to both of them? It's just to a certain degree. Does that make sense?
1: That's interesting. Yes. I mean, in our minds, there's always an edit. Like sometimes it's just too much and you can't concentrate on the beautiful things that are happening. If there's just too many pillows on a bed, I think that's, you know, something that we've all giggled at before. I'm sure there's memes about it (laughs) on, um, you know, Instagram and other social profiles. I think whether you're dressy or whether you're casual, I still think there's a
0: practicality it goes into it you know where it's just like it's you know form follows function in either regard okay. like if it's not user-friendly if you have too many pillows mm-hmm. you're trying too hard yeah you don't need to try that hard you just need to find the the, pill, the right amount of pillows that are just right mm-hmm. if you keep put if you're just like something's not right and you keep buying pillows and it's still not right mm-hmm. take all of them away none of them are right yeah And find like three that are really awesome and you're done. Yeah. So I think people try and like overcompensate by just keeping on adding two and adding two, thinking that that'll fix it. But really it's if you have a throw on the pile.
1: If you have a throw on one arm, you only need one pillow in that corner. And then on the opposite one, you need two pillows to sort of balance out that throw and the pillow. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. We love asymmetry though. Right. Yeah. We, we're we not always we'll often with big, a formal person. I'll probably yeah.
0: I'll take it to, they want symmetrical. symmetrical. Yeah. They want two pillows. Yeah. Yeah. But so, then we'll F it up with a ball or something. I don't know. We'll a do ball something.
1: pillow. Yeah. We'll
2: yeah. Do
0: something to just to kind of rock
2: it a little bit
1: and make it look designer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Are there, sorry, still? I didn't answer your question. No. <laughs> no, what was your, what was your question I? again?
2: I can't <laughs> remember, I? but I, I think you did. Uh-huh. Um, my next question, are there like groups of colors like the, like these are the colors within that are like more dressy mm-hmm. and these are colours like more casual, like maybe more muted. Definitely natural. Yeah.
1: I think in the dressy zone you're always gonna see the jewel tones oh, living. Right. So your navy's ox blood, you yeah, know. More like really true garnet. True colors. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um emeralds, greens. I know emerald was trending a few years ago. Everybody thought they were being so daring by like getting emerald stools, you know, uh, <laughs> a green uh, barstool. Garnet. Yeah, you definitely.
0: For like, reds, any of those, yeah. I think definitely add a formality to a space mm-hmm. and a richness. Yeah. And so, and I think for casual, you're just, they're, I mean,
1: they're just a little bit more sun bleached. You know, mm-hmm. like relaxed mm-hmm. and a little bit more earthy. Earthy, I think that um, yeah, those clay tones mm-hmm. are so hot right now. Sort of the sunset yeah. colors, where you've got like the rich brownish, um, orangey red tones. You're seeing a lot of these again, pinks, like, mustards. Um, yes, and you
0: know, just these—they're kind of fun, a little bit more,
1: mm-hmm. more
0: youthful. You know, mm-hmm. not as uppity.
1: It's more faded denim where yeah. like you're going to see I'm the blue bleached. and white ginger jars in the formal collections. Cobalt and things there. Yes. You know. The black and whites come into like the checkered foyers and, mm-hmm. you know, you can almost hear the the shoes clicking on that, you know, where in the entry of the casual home, it's a wood, it's a wood floor. It's
0: wood or it's limestone or you know, yeah. something that's carrying from the inside to the outside because they like to be on the earth, you know, mm-hmm. they're going to go outside.
1: Yeah. But there's, like, really beautiful, successful ways to do both. Exactly. I think that the base molds of the casual home can still have a height that rivals the dressy home. It's just the profiles aren't as curvy.
2: Ornate, right. yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And same with the door casings and the door profiles. You might just have a slab front door on a casual home. Mm-hmm. But still have a nice... A nice... Um, Your hardware. Yeah, nice It'll hardware. Be always nice hardware. Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. Whether you're casual or dressy, like, just... Think look look at the weights of things. Uh-huh. You know, if you're a dressy front door, you know, we love to use like Rocky Mountain hardware for mm. our front door. We might not be able to use it in the whole house, but that'd be lovely if we could. But like there you're gonna find ones that are more polished. You're gonna find ones that are like more like fluted and ribbed and like have a little bit more artisan earthen earthenness to it, which will kind of go to the relaxed client, you mm-hmm.
1: know. And, so, and whether you wanna spend the money of a Rocky Mountain hardware door set for your door or don't go there for your inspiration inspired by it for sure always look at successful things and then try and do something that's like unto it if you can't afford to do the great stuff so that's kind of where we live on this podcast is to give you our very best advice and then you take it and you do with it what you will but you always want to look successful whether you're and by successful we mean you always want to make it feel like a professional helped you yeah whether it be casual it like or dressy. Yeah.
0: You know, it doesn't always have to like say successful means like that you make a lot of money. It's mm-hmm. just that it's done in good taste. Yeah. And people ask that all, all the time. I see that in our reviews sometimes. Like you're always talking about success and that it seems... Artificial weren't that's not what we're trying to get at. It is just making smart decisions, mm-hmm. you know, that you are going to be happy with. And it feels authentic to you yeah. as a successful decision.
1: Definitely. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So let's get back to the um, casual finishes, yes. Okay. Right? So um, we talked about hardwood floors. Yes. Maybe and being in the entry or a limestone you're entry. are going to be a lighter hardwood floor. You're not going to be. That's
0: another thing, like in wood tones. Um, I know like in your first house that you built, you were a Brazilian cherry. Mm -hmm. That's a lot more formal, you know, like dark walnuts are more formal. But like if you are more casual, you might, you're probably going to be a white oak.
1: Definitely. You know, or you're
0: going to tend toward like a more medium walnut or, you know, a light walnut just because like you, you're okay. You don't want it to be too fussy. Yeah, yeah, and show everything. And if you have a dark, if you have a dark wood floor, that means you're cleaning it all the time.
1: That means you're you you're working. You're working for the floor. Mm, yeah, yeah. Exactly. you got a full time job, and the floor is your boss. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I did that. Yeah, but again, I was 27 at the time, yeah. and I wanted to look successful. Yeah. You did know,
2: you, you had kids then, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: little yeah. ones with a puppy, which meant the puppy went outside to use. You know, to go potty. And then he came back in with his little puppy footprints on my dark floor. It's fun. And you, so I <laughs> would just clean the floors.
2: You saved. I don't Do you remember uh-huh. I was going to do dark floors in my house? And you were like, don't. Yeah. yeah. you.
1: Yeah. Because you, you have you two little lot, kids. Of, yeah, yeah. 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 You saved Definitely. me a lot of time.
2: And a dog and a cat.
1: Yeah. And, so. and I mean, now this is probably gross to say on a podcast, but now I've got a white oak floor. And I don't know if it's clean or dirty. Which is gorgeous. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but I need to remind myself every once in a blue moon, I should probably work for the floor for a little while mm-hmm. <laughs> because it doesn't show anything. That's so awesome. that's also a maintenance thing, yeah. too. Like it's a practical choice for sure. But I built a beach house this time around. Yeah. You know, I was 40 and I felt like I knew myself. I wanted to live a more casual life. And I had done all of the, the dressier, more traditional things and I was ready to just let down my hair, be comfortable. Yep. Yeah. And the fun thing is if
0: whether you built one or mm-hmm. you're renovating one or whatever you're doing, if it's casual right now, it doesn't mean that you can not shouldn't like add, and we'll talk about this in a second. It doesn't mean that you can't add a little bit of dressiness in there because like we said, that's the best kind of mix. Yeah. Let's really quickly. We have a message from our sponsors, ZocDoc. Um, you guys during the pandemic, I did not go to the doctor at no, all. Anybody neither did, did I. Day. No. Because if you did, you were getting a COVID test. And <laughs> and <laughs> that was the that. worst. Yeah. Amen. You're safer at home. <laughs> you were. And and like myself, my kids, like no one was visiting the doctor unless it was for a COVID test. And there were so many things that went by the wayside. Our dental, our, you know, our, just our teeth cleaning, our, you know, just checkups, any specialty thing that you were worried about kind of went to the back of your mind because we were also worried about the about COVID. And so now, you know, is the time to kind of prioritize and I have, love ZocDoc and I use it um, and millions of people do actually. It's my go-to whenever I do need to go see a doctor because there's reviews. There's quickly, you can like see like who actually takes your insurance, which is always such a headache. And so now myself and my kids, We can go to ZocDoc and find a top-rated doctor. Um, And again, I'm just so happy that I have that because it takes so much time. And that's the thing that none of us have enough of is time. And so ZocDoc's made it really, really easy. Um, And now it's time to prioritize your health. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Dear Alice and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free and book one of those top-rated doctors I was just talking about. Many are available as soon as today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C. Dot com
1: slash Dear Alice. Don't forget the Dear Alice. Okay, thanks. Awesome. Okay, so back to the casual portion. Um, let's talk about um, the finishes yes. and the fabrics. So I know like for both of us, we're both casual homes. Mm-hmm. Um, I have drapery that is open weave linen. That means that the linen isn't a tight woven. It's open enough that you can see the light coming through my drapes. Yeah. And it almost feels more like a sheer and it's got a casualness to it, but also like a chicness yeah. to it because I think shears are so lovely. Guys. And actually, they could go formal <laughs> or casual. I think those are one that ride the line. Yeah, I have yeah. this
0: like memory just like baked into my brain. We were at um, High Point one time, and if you guys are familiar with Oli Studio, it's just the loveliest. And I, we were up in the second floor, and they own this building with like these old industrial steel windows. Everything was like. Baked in white and mm-hmm. just like with their earthen artisan textures. And they had these shears, like really thick shears, and they had the windows open. And the wind was just like blowing these shears. <laughs> and I think I put it to like, I think Ryan Adams was covering Taylor Swift or something. And I was just like so drunk and uh-huh. on these shears. And it really was so relaxed, but there was such a, I don't know, a quality. Mm-hmm. to the space that you're just like, gosh, I, I could live here. I could live like this. And that is the kind of, you know, just like what you're talking about, the shears really, really do that. And that's why we use them so often mm-hmm. um, just because it does relax a space. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I think sometimes it's, some rooms are really fun with a heavier drape with mm-hmm. a silk. And if you're a dressy that's back in the dressy category, a, you yeah. love a silk with for the pleats. Sure. Yeah. 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 With pleats and mm-hmm. you know, all the hardware and everything. Um, and, and you're going to probably love a finial on the end of your you're gonna hardware. You're going to love tassels and trims and tapes and gimps and garlands and all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're if you're more casual, just the sheer, a nice full sheer, you know, mm-hmm. um, in either regard, whether you're dressy or whether you're casual, you're still going to use the, the same principle of making that a really thick stack mm-hmm. so it looks authentic. Yeah. I think that's what this is about. This is about authenticity. Whether you're authentically dressy or authentically casual.
1: Yeah.
0: That's what we're trying to get to. Totally.
1: So. And it's going to be an extraordinary look whether whether you're in either camp or yeah, if you want to start exactly. to blend them. And yeah. People will
0: come and be like, oh, my gosh, this feels like you, and that's the greatest compliment they can give.
1: Definitely. So, yeah,
0: so definitely shears is a casual bit.
1: Mm-hmm. Soaks are,
0: you know, more formal. Velvets are mm-hmm. a little bit more formal. We did the parlor in Tiger Oak, and we matched um, to the wall color this, like, velvet drape just because we wanted that room to just kind of just, like, you couldn't leave it, you know, just mm-hmm. like you were just, like, I don't know, cocooned in this color and these textures. And like, um, I don't know, you wanted to stay there. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: And you didn't want to break the eye from exactly. that moment by doing a different color drape. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We
0: wanted it all to be a little bit more monochromatic. I will say just like in those rooms that are darker, they will have formality. even if you're a casual person and you have some rooms that are a little bit darker, mm-hmm. they do just have like a little bit more formality because you... You yeah. care to add saturation to the wall and that shows, you know, effort. And I think when you're dressy, you should you put forth the effort. Definitely. Um, when you're casual, I think like your general spaces are really light. My general spaces are light. And I think that there's a real casualness mm-hmm. to a lighter palette.
1: Yeah. You know? Corey has um a living room that he didn't turn into a living room. He turned into his music room since he's a rock star. Mm-hmm. Um and you made that room black. Yep. Yeah. Let's talk about that.
2: Yeah, um, the
1: feeling that you get when you're in that space.
2: Well, I was building a recording studio years ago, and uh-huh. I was doing some reading on like the psychology of having like a dark space to be creative in, and that's more, um, it uh, like prohibits creativity, and I'm that's like where I go to like rehearse and write and everything. Sometimes just like hang out and think. So whatever.
1: black prohibits creativity.
2: No, so, sorry, sorry. Um, it nice. uh, what was that
1: It provokes
2: provokes that's provokes. the word mm-hmm. yes ah, sorry i
1: like the word provoke provokes yeah, um,
2: and so yeah that's why i did that because i wanted it to be like calm because if you're like if you're setting if you're like thinking too much about other things if you can't kind of let the music come to you i don't know that's a weird way of Guys, talking no. about it but
0: i totally i totally believe that <laughs> i don't know just you know my bedroom i painted like that reticence pink and it's really beautiful and it's really light um mm. This really light nudie color. Um, but like, I've been like craving more depth because when I'm in like my son's room, those are all deeper and I do like sense this like stillness. Mm-hmm. But when I'm in my general spaces that are lighter, mm-hmm. um, like, I'm like, oh, I gotta, I'm gonna clean that. I'm gonna, you know, like, there's just like a little bit more, um, I don't know, free flight versus an actual, like, yeah. I'm gonna stay and be still yeah. and actually get stuff done. I,
2: yeah. I so. bet like, I mean, and that's where probably, when you can kind of tap into that you can kind of get relaxed and that that's where most of your great ideas come from, whether it's some people, you know, it's like revelation or I, I don't know, your mind is at ease enough to be able to like focus on what you're trying to think and kind of create. So that's why I did that. I just drenched the whole room in black and, it really is like my, one of my favorite Mm -hmm. spots in my home and I can just kind of hang out there and play the guitar and write. And, Mm -hmm. um, I'm currently writing an album right now and that's where like all of my best ideas have come. Cool. It's really, really cool.
0: Yeah. I think it's really cool. Like when we go back to the dressy casual thing is that it's dark and it's black, but like, it, I don't know the attitude of it, the fact that you have instruments on there and just like, mm-hmm. it adds this element of funk. So that's mm-hmm. the combining of the two, right? Yeah. Um. So whether you're casual or dressy and you're going deep, they're going to look a little bit different. If you're dressy, you're doing more jewel tones. If you're casual, you're doing a little bit more secondary colors. You know, that I do feel a little bit more baked in the sun, but still have saturation.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, thanks. I love that. There's like this whole principle of like, honesty I feel like that's moving through whether it be in like organic foods or um I don't know people there's just like a realness to people right now and I don't know if it's because we all went through this really hard thing together not that it's over but um I feel like there's you know we talk a lot about honesty and materials and Mm Um, I think colors too, that have been dyed with vegetables and that sort of thing look so beautiful in that casual category and they have a gorgeous story. And these mm-hmm. things are all available in the marketplace, um, for if you kind of live in that camp of wanting to just be super real, um, I think casual suits people really well mm-hmm. in that category. Cause they're like, they're most like them. They, they may not even wear makeup or if they do, then it's the um, clean makeup stories. And do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not saying that you're if you're dressy, you're wearing artificials. That's not necessarily the case, but um, I think that they're not so concerned with impressing people, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but I think it can still be done really, really well, and and designers still really live in that land and have a lot of resources for that look. Yeah. yeah. Kind of a tangent, but I don't know. I just feel that. Um, I'll say like again back to our dressy client,
0: like in lighting. Yeah. I think that that's one way you can really express your style with your dressy. She we showed her a bunch of different pendants for over her island and the one she gravitated towards immediately and really pressed for was um it was an Aaron Lauder one that had crystals. Like the whole thing was crystal. It, it, you know, a lot of people would be like, "Oh, there's one in the entry." But she's like, "Nope, I want two over my island." And they were glittery and all the things. And so you find ways to balance that out, but it definitely evokes this like Real dressiness when you go into her space versus someone that's more casual is going to have something that is a little bit obviously more simple in its shapes. Like I feel like your pendants over your island have a real art artfulness to them mm. too, and um, a little bit less expected. I think when you're casual, you're doing things that are a little not so perfect, more organic, um, mm. things that kind of feel more hand touched and not as symmetrical. If you're if you're dressy, you love symmetry. If mm-hmm. you're a little bit more casual, you usually appreciate. The imperfections and um, asymmetry.
1: Yeah, that's really well said. Yeah. That's great. Um, let's talk about the rugs on the floor in both casual and dressy spaces. Okay, dressy rugs.
0: Often, I think of like a border, uh-huh. a traditional hand knotted border, a really fine knot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, wool and silk for sure. Sometimes hundred percent silk. Mm-hmm. Um, re- that's really really dressy. Those are like the antiques that you see like hanging up in a rug gallery. Or 100% silk usually in like such a fine knot.
1: And silk wears like iron. It's, yeah. it's like a really hard wearing material. So it's easy to get, um, not easy, but it's common to find an antique rug that's made from silk. Because yeah. it wears so long. It sounds precious and like you don't want to put it on your children or something like that. But um, so tough. It is. Yeah. They're hard wearing and they're so gorgeous to look at. It's like looking in a fine jewelry case when you're staring at this hand knotted, you know, antique silk rug or silk rug or Persian silk rug. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think one um, of the art dealers that we work with, he always like compares it like a French landscape versus a Russian landscape. Yeah. You know, like the precision and detail of a, like a really beautiful landscape. It almost looks like a, you know, photo, you know, cause it's just so finely detailed They're the masters and like every muscle you see, everything in this Mm -hmm. form. Um, but a Russian landscape, you know, like they're having a good time or like, there's just a little bit, they're probably, they're cold, they're drinking. And it's a little, has, I, I tell Jess, I'm like, when I do my makeup, it's like a Russian landscape. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think <laughs> they said they're, they're drinking vodka and the brushstrokes are more bold and, and wild and, and yeah. loose where the French are drinking wine and they're finer brushstrokes and they're tighter and it's, it's mm-hmm. more composed. So Sue often refers to her face as the Russian landscape, yeah. which makes us both laugh heartily. <laughs> <laughs> so great and so funny. Um, so yeah, I think, but there's beauty in both, yeah, right? And they yeah. kind of love each other. Like Sue is just showing me this incredible space on Instagram and it was a Gracie room, but then there was a Warhol painting. Yeah. Gracie like paper, sorry. It's like yeah. a beautiful French floral.
0: Yeah, and this bro would like, you know, sideboard with like this really incredible moldings and all these things. And then over this like, you know, the sideboard, they put this bright orange like Warhol painting you're just like oh there's something just electric It's you know, just about a slap the in the you're face like oh yeah. I want to go to that party I bet, uh-huh. they, I bet they have a great playlist <laughs> definitely um, but that's that's the mix that we talk about like that you can have both and you should have both mm-hmm. so if you like both be authentic to you.
1: <laughs> yeah. But it's just like if the core of the space leans, you know, more casual, mm-hmm. then be casual. But there is something to getting them both mixing in the room to elevate, you know, the other. Yeah. like and, and make each other interesting. It's just like yeah. combining flavors. When, when you
0: throw something unexpected, you're just like everything comes alive. Mm-hmm. And it's so much more delicious. Yeah, like honey on pizza. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. The sweetness with the savory and just everything, everything starts to combine.
1: Yeah. Yep. I love that. So good. Well, guys, whether you be dressy or casual, there is an amazing way to even get the mix on both. Um, we can get into that. I don't know if we, besides the artwork, Sue, so we've got, you know, I objects.
0: I mean, and that kind of looks like artwork, right? Sculpture. Mm-hmm. It's like when you, you know, you throw a random, like, and you don't even have to have a lot of things, but like the pieces that you do curate are just like, a little bit more abstract, you know, if you, everything's tied around you and then you have this abstract sculpture kind of layered in with it, you're like, all of a sudden they're both really interesting, you know, and you get the modern with the, with the traditional dressing yeah. with the relaxed mm-hmm. and, and there's something beautiful and well curated and quality about both of them. And when they're together, it's so, it's so editorial.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah. So I would say artwork, um. Even just like in the colors that you mix, like even if you're jewel toned, but then you throw you know, like a more relaxed, I don't know, fabric against it. Again, something a little bit, an Italian blue that's a little bit lighter on top of like the jewel tone blue mm-hmm. or the cobalt. That mix is like a little bit less expected, still tonal and appropriate, but just not quite as expected. Yeah. Because it doesn't match the jewel, but.
1: Yeah, that eaves climb blue. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. That's something it's to
0: disrupt it a little bit.
1: I think that's a fun homework assignment, actually, for the listeners, um, for you guys to look it up. Um, Eve's Klein is W. I'm sorry, Y V E S is Eve's, and then Klein K L E I N. Yeah, look up Eve's Klein Blue. There's a, is it an artist or was it an interior designer? The first um, created this blue, mixed this blue, and when you see it in the spaces in Morocco, yeah. When you see the spaces, it's just arresting. Um, you just can't move past it. And you want to like find it in other things. and
0: fashion and it's, it's everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think those are the risks that um, are kind of steeped in a great story that people can relate to. Mm-hmm. And you can be the first to do it amongst your friends. That's a really fun one right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Re- research that. Research, I don't know,
0: research both styles and figure out which one you are. Mm-hmm. You're more relaxed. And you probably know you know, kind of like just in looking how you dress, like what you are, but I don't know, really start to lean in and decide if you are relaxed, what are some like paintings? What are artists that are, you know, kind of like that you're drawn to and build a backdrop for those things.
1: I love that. So good. Well, one quick word from our sponsor, um, ZocDoc. Uh, Whether you need a primary care physician, a dentist, a dermatologist, guys, a dentist, I just have to give a shout out really quick. I decided since we were all wearing masks, I was going to get my teeth straightened. So I had my dentist do Invisalign on me over the pandemic. And it's been so much fun to transform and get in a cocoon and start to butterfly. Um, So I just want to give a shout out to dentists out there because it's a really good time to get work done if you're wearing a mask. Yeah,
2: get it covered up.
1: (laughs) Yeah totally. Um, but whether you need a physician, a dentist, a dermatologist, a psychiatrist, an eye doctor, or any other specialist, I needed an ENT. <laughs> um, ZocDoc has you covered. So now is the time to prioritize your health. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Dear Alice and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free and book a top rated doctor. Many are available as soon as today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C com slash dear Alice. thanks for listening, guys, and we'll catch you next time. Okay, quick clarification
0: on the homework we want you guys to do. There are two different characters to the Eve Klein story. There's Eve Klein, who's an artist that um, had the famous Eaves Klein Blue, which is also referred to as international Klein Blue. Look it up. It's electric. Um, we kind of talked about it a little bit in the podcast um, and just how. I don't know, commanding it is to your eye. And so read about him, look at the color. There's also Ysan Loren, who just, he's, up, he's a fashion designer. We're all very familiar with him. And he discovered color um, in Morocco. That's where he learned how to use color and would design a lot of his collections. And um, he bought uh, actuals, I think it was the Marjorie Gardens. Anyway, there's a piece of architecture that they purchased that there's actually a museum about Yves Saint-Laurent. And that blue looks very, very similar to the East Klein blue. Um, but that was kind of based off of just the electric colors that you do see in Morocco in the ink. So anyway, look those two up and I don't know, get lost, get lost in their, I don't know, the romance of learning about color and figuring out what you are ultimately drawn to.